Hello and welcome to Healing Through Words. And I am Sandra D, a therapist, certified domestic violence counselor, survivor of domestic violence, and your host. Healing Through Words is a weekly Christian forum to address abuse and domestic violence. It is created to edify those who went through abuse, affected by abuse, or know someone going through abuse and domestic violence. It is also to inspire the brokenhearted, to remind them that God wants to make them whole. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your journey to healing. On our previous podcast, we discussed self-esteem, I am important. This week, we will discuss church, my abuse is not silent. When you hear church, do you think about abuse? When I think of church, I think of music, singing, preaching, and fellowship. However, many can't enjoy the music, singing, preaching, or care to fellowship because their mind is somewhere else. Their mind is on the conversation that took place on the way to church, the names they were called that were not their birth name, or the fight they had while getting ready for church. Their mind might be on covering their eye with makeup or wearing long sleeves in the middle of the summer to hide the marks and bruises all this way after going to church. You're in the parking lot, wiping the tears from your eyes, fixing your makeup that was washed away from crying and adjusting your glasses to hide the black or puffy eyes. You walk in the church. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. It's how you greet your brothers and sisters. The truth is, God is good, but at the moment, I am not. You sit in your self-assigned seat, clapping and raising your hands and crying on the inside. All of a sudden, the tears that held back start to roll down your face. Someone hands you a tissue and say, it'll be all right. In anger, you think, how do you know? You don't know my situation. How can you know my situation if you never asked? Every Sunday, I sit in the same seat, cry, and you hand me a tissue. Doesn't anyone know I'm hurting? Doesn't anyone care? This is how some feel or felt when they walked in the church. I personally didn't experience outer marks or bruises, but my heart did. My heart hurt because I was going to church trying to be a good Christian, a good mother, wife, sister, choir member, and greeter. I did all the right things, so I thought. I went to the mothers and elders of the church and told them of my abuse and struggles. Job 12, chapter 12, 
Verse 12, read, Is not wisdom found among the aged? The response received by the aged and the elders that I went to were pray more, fast, humble yourself, be submissive, or maybe if you do or don't do blank, 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 things will get better. I was victimized in two places I considered safe, my church family and my abuser at home. My abuse was minimized and my voice eventually silenced. After a while, I thought, why speak up or tell anyone? It doesn't help. For 20 years, I'd lived that lie, asking God, what am I doing wrong? I took on the lies and the blame of the abuse. As I walked through my healing, I was angry. The church was supposed to help me. Why didn't anyone help me or tell me to leave? Looking back through the lens of healing, I see people did their best. I imagine that elders and mothers in the church told me what they were told. However, it wasn't good enough. I think about the damage my children and I could have avoided if someone would have just said something, anything that would have given me hope. There are steps we Christians or religious people can do to prevent the continuance of abuse or at least reduce the occurrence. First, we must address that violence, power, and abuse exists in the church, and that's not okay. The Bible identifies abuse as oppression. Oppression is defined as prolonged, cruel, or unjust treatment or control. That is what the abuser does. They want control and treat us unjustly to gain it. However, Psalms 10 verses 17 through 18 read, Lord, you know the hopes of the hopeless. Surely you would listen to their cries and comfort them. You will bring justice to the orphans and the oppressed so people can no longer terrify them. God is listening to our cries. Church, are you? Isaiah chapter 42 verse 3 read, He will not crush those who are weak or quench the smallest hope. He will bring full justice to all who have been wrong. God has standards for those who are abused, and we the church should model those same standards. We can do that by assisting victims of abuse establish safety. We as a church community can gather together and embrace those who are hurting, especially those in our church sitting in our pews. In order to do this, we need to educate ourselves on abuse. Invite speakers like myself to women and men functions, retreats, schools, PTA, and any arena where there are people 
because where there are people, abuse is happening. Be open and creative to support groups where people can openly share and be safe. Establish safe houses and code words so the abused will know who is safe and who is not. Develop awareness about community resources. We do this by developing relationships with local shelters, police departments, and advocates so we can make appropriate referrals. You see, Christians don't have to have all the answers, but we can refer them to those who do, including therapists. We as a church family can help the abused. When we listen and believe when they tell us they are being abused, when we can help by speaking kind words and showing respect, and by not having the attitude of shame and blame, which they so often heard or hear from the abuser. We can refuse to allow the abuse to be belittled with the words of negativity. Instead, we can help them replace the negative words with the words of affirmation found in the Word of God, the Bible. We abuse are not asking for a handout. We're asking you to love us where we are and accept us for where we are until we get to where we need to be. My friend, it is not by accident that you are listening to this message today. It was tailor-made for you. Your hopes, spirit, and everything you believed and trusted in might be broken at this time, but God wants to make you whole. God wants to take the tapestry of your life and put it on display. He wants to show you how beauty and beautiful you are and what was supposed to be broken, he can make whole. If you never ask God for help, now is the time. He is willing and waiting. He wants to take you in a different direction from where you are. He wants a relationship with you where there are no strings attached. All he asks is that you accept him into your life and give him full control. Not the control of the abuser, but a gentle control that will lead to eternal life, peace, and joy. I like to close all my podcasts with words of affirmations. I will not allow my personal faults and past failings to determine my identity. I know I am loved. I am chosen and I am crowned as God's child. I am going to be what God created me to be. I am going to fulfill the plan God has for me. If you find yourself in an abusive relationship, know someone going through abuse or affected by abuse and domestic violence and want a fresh start, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or Women Against Abuse, 1-866-723-3014. These services are available 24 hours a day. For additional resources to help start your journey of healing, you can visit my Facebook site, Healing Through Words. 
through is spelled T-H-R-U, or my Instagram, healing underscore through underscore words. Through is spelled T-H-R-U. You can also visit my website at healingthroughwords.org at gmail.com or contact me for questions, suggestions, or appointments to start your healing journey. I'd like to close by thanking Trey Z for providing my opening music, Last Night Dream. I do not hold the copyrights. Thank you for listening. God bless you, and I'll see you next Saturday.